Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Man, I've been out here in these streets looking crazy this week. Let me tell you what happened. It's a self-afflicted, self-tanner, gone left. I was all out and about. I've been to the office. I've been to open houses. I've been to appointments. I've seen people at school. Like, nobody has said anything, including you. I don't know what you're talking about. Look at my face. What about it? It looks like I spread pumpkin sauce all over my face. So the thing is that there are these skin drops that you can mix into your moisturizer. Always follow directions, right? Because I decided to go rogue. You never do. I never do. I usually ignore them on purpose. Yeah. Heating instructions for food, you know, whatever. (laughs) You you just wing it. Well, I look blotchy as fuck. So if you want to see me looking crazy, head over to our YouTube and uh, check out this, uh, this look. Welcome, dirties, to a new episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. I'm Mercedes. I'm Tommy. And we are bringing you the party today. I feel so excited about everything that's happened this week and we have a big week to discuss lots of little things that i love this is the first time we've been able to record in the you know few weeks without the little guy here yeah Yeah, it's it's nice to be back on a normal schedule that was a bud light bud light betty back in action um first i wanted to ask you about your week before i tell you about mine well how was your week week's been great what'd You you do you know well we had a big meeting this week I mean, the contracts aren't written yet. The contracts aren't signed. The ink's not dry. We're going to have a new podcast coming out. Till the Dirt's An not going. An additional one. Yes, Till the Dirt's not going anywhere. But we have, a, we have a new pod that's coming out. I think you guys are going to be very, very excited to hear it. Based on the DMs and the feedback that you guys give us, and please keep that coming because we love all the conversations that you guys send us on social. Absolutely. What else did you do this week? I don't know if you... So we're recording this on Friday. Yesterday, Lisa Marie Presley died. And your mother is not handling it well. No. it Well, first of all, it's a tragedy. She passed away at a very young age. Cardiac arrest. Same age as the father, I believe. No, No, her father was like 40. Yeah, her father was younger. Yeah, the same thing. They passed away the same thing. You know, rest in peace. I know that she's got a lot of fans out there and whatnot, but I, I was just taken aback. Plus... Like, you don't see it because you're not on Facebook as much. Not to say I'm always on Facebook, but I at least check it. You don't really check your Facebook at all. And Vita, Darth Vita's out there all over Facebook. Anytime there's celebrity news or whatever, so we'll come in my feed. And, uh, yeah, she's on, like, five different posts. She's not taking it well, and she's stunned, and I I just don't get how you're stunned. You know what I mean? Like, I saw her on the Golden Globe. She didn't look that great. Well, I saw her on the carpet giving an interview about her reaction to the Elvis movie with the actor next to her. Do you know his name? I don't know his name. The guy that won for Elvis. Oh, if if your mother's going to My mom would be mad at her. She's going to be very disappointed. She would be pissed. Yes. She's saying that he's got to be traumatized, too. Oh, for sure. She called me last night, and she was like- I don't mean for sure like he is. I mean, she's definitely for sure saying that. Yeah. She was like, how must he feel? He must be so upset. He was just standing shoulder to shoulder with her just, you know, hours ago. If you really want to say it- it, 72, you could still count in hours how long ago she was at the Globes before she was found 
uh, unconscious and by she, her she housekeeper lives right, she lives real close to you. here in Calabasas. Yeah. Listen, what hospital do you go to when you live in Calabasas? You'd think we should find out. Yeah. God forbid. God forbid. Because uh, that's a true statement. Like, if God no, forbid we something know. happened, I, I, I wouldn't know where to go. No, West Hills. Yeah, okay. I think. I think. Where's that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right next to the post office that you go oh, to every okay. day. okay. That's right. That's right. Holy that's right. shit. That's right. Talk about shot. My yeah. husband is, oop. Oh, you, Out got, of here. you got some nerve, girl. Girl. You got, for those of you that won the contest. Oh. Yeah, just a heads up. It's sitting right here. Yeah, two brand the reason new pairs why you're like, sunglasses. hey, where'd, where'd that contest win come from? My wife has still not sent out. First off, she was adamant that she was going to be the one to do it. I like, am, I'm because gonna send I don't want to send it off with a post-it pad I'm going to I'm going to send it. And here we are. The, they're still sitting here on the table. Okay, because I'm going to extra bubble wrap it because okay. it doesn't come in a hard case shell. Mm. And I want to make sure it doesn't come crushed. Okay. So I'm, I apologize. I will drop it off in the mailbox today. I doubt it. Okay. And if it doesn't go out today, just a heads up, Monday is Martin Luther King Day. So... So I should do it today. Yeah. Or All right. whatever. It's not going to go out till Tuesday. So any, so I just spoke to... Uh, Both of them? Uh, Sorry, guys. Yeah. I, Forgive me. I think that... So it's one of my favorite pair of sunglasses. They're, like I said, the Audrey Hepburn black. Heather Gay could wear them and block out the black eye. And if you don't want to wear makeup or eye makeup the day, you could wear these because they're super cute and they're oversized. So I love those because they make your face look super cute and dainty. Um, so if you get a black eye, these are the glasses to... To use. Or no makeup day. Yeah. Or you just want to go to the beach and block out the sun or drive in a convertible or take your dog for a walk. Like, mm. they're super chic. Absolutely. Okay, so what... Um, the wife had, had... Yeah. You had a big development this week. You got your business cards. I got headshots. You got your headshots. I turned in my headshots. I asked them if he could edit them, and he goes, what do you mean? And he goes, like, what, what do you mean edit them? I go, you know, just make me look... Younger and smoother and prettier and thinner. And you he think he's like, fucking mad. a magician? He's a photographer. And <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, you know, just smooth out the rough edges. He's yeah. like, can you be more specific? And I'm like, you know what? Forget it. Just do nothing. And yeah, and that's the, fine. He goes, is my buddy Joe Gretto. He's a great photographer. Shout out Joe Gretto. Yeah. You guys, please let me know if you need any kind of lifestyle photo shoot done because. He is the guy. Yeah, and he'll give you a good price. He'll give yes. you, if it comes he'll through be, me or comes through my wife, he'll give you. He'll hook you up. Listen, it's not be free. You know what I mean? You got no, to pay. I paid, but that shit's expensive. I want to say that when I compared, like when I shopped around for a photographer, it was uh, really pricey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was out of my price point. Yeah, because I wanted to do something that if I didn't love me because I'm not comfortable with photo shoots, I would be able to do it again in like three to six months. Some photographers just, you know, everyone everyone gets to call their worth and set their prices. But for me, all the other prices were outlandish, unattainable. Yeah. Like no photo shoot. I'll do it myself. Yeah, I'll get a Polaroid. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it on my phone and go to Kinko's or Rite Aid or wherever people go. Yeah. Um, Joe stepped up. And like I said, Joe's done this before. For us people before, he's he's great. And, uh, you know, so if, yeah, she's right. If you need a photographer and you're in the area, in the L.A. area, he's he's a good one. So this week I went to dinner with Jeff Lewis and Shannon Bedore, Real Housewives of O.C. Tommy, mm. you, you don't know who Shannon Bedore is unless I say. No right? idea. She's Irish. No. Shannon. She likes to, she's, she's one of yours. You're one of you guys. One of yours. Okay. And, and the Shane. The last name is what dictates your ethnicity. It's not your first name, just so you know. Well, Shannon is a very... Irish name. Okay, but again, that doesn't mean she's Irish. She is. I'm just saying, it's you could if we name Shams Shannon, it don't, you know, I'm Irish, but I am saying it doesn't mean the first the first Was name. Was that another non-point? Did you just make another the non-point? The first name is not what dictates your ethnicity; it's your last name. I didn't say it's ethnicity. Yeah. I just said she's, she's Irish, Irish because like her you. name is Shannon. That's no, not. That's, I never said that. Yeah, you did. Anyway, Listen I had back. dinner with Shane Douglas, Shannon Bedore, Jeff Lewis. We went to Lavo. What a restaurant. Mm. First of all, the food, you would love it. I think it was Italian. We got meatballs, and it was one of those where you're like, mm, it's the best meatballs. Or then, like, they brought you, like, crudite, whatever that is. I love meaty balls in my mouth. Oh, my God. It was meatballs. Uh. And then when Jeff takes us to dinner, I never order. I always let him order for everyone. 
at which I'm also never starving when I go to dinner because I think it's rude to be hungry when someone else is always picking up the tab. And the conversation, oh, I forgot, um, Jeff's boyfriend, Stu, Chef Stuart O'Keefe also was there. Oh, I bet so, he got some meaty bowls in his mouth. He did. <laughs> it's he kind did. of funny you should say that. Oh, because Shannon told us about how good her blowjobs are. Oh. It was the main topic of dinner. Classy dinner. So she, so. I think that's what they discussed at the Last Supper, too. I think before <laughs> really? Jesus spoke to his disciples. What did he say? Yeah, he was like, who gives the best head here? Who gives the best helmet? Is it? Yeah, I think It's so. called the helmet? Yeah, it's a term. So Shannon Bedore's boyfriend, John Jansen, broke up with her. But I want to get your opinion on this, Tommy, mm. because it is a he, she topic. They just finished filming season 17 of OC. Okay. She's One, been on the whole time? No, no. Okay. She's a newer, halfway new. Halfway. So like eight years. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. That's a long time. That's yeah. A long time. Okay. 17 years. Wow. 17 years. But that seasons. was the first one. The right? very first one so, was yeah. OCM. Okay. Her boyfriend, John Jansen, allegedly, nobody's getting sued here, but mm. this is what I think happened. Mm. Okay. All the way up until the end of filming, he stayed with her. After filming wrapped, OC does a final interview where they'll do like a recap at the end. So like the closing credits will say Shannon is working on her issues with like her dog. Like an update. Like because it update. happened months ago. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like the Caesar Milan does in the episodes with their dogs. Gotcha. Like what happened to the yeah. dogs or something. Nowadays you kind of have to do that too. Do they do that the whole time? They mostly I noticed did that with OC because that was just something that they always did with OC. Yeah, with I the, don't know about the other franchises. I'm just saying that. with Twitter and with all the social media that's out there, you kind of have to do that because otherwise it just stays in its own time. You know what I mean? You kind of have to say this also has happened since then, you know. So in the last interview with him, he said to her, I want to take this relationship to the next level. Now, they've already been together for three years. They both have together, they have six grown adult children that are in college. Their kids? She has three. He has three uh, from Brady, previous. Because, yeah, she's... Brady Bunch. Lovely story of a man named Brady. So what's a woman to think? We're grown. We've been together for three years. Our children are in university age. When you're telling me you want to take it to the next level, she was going to think marriage. They've both been in love with each other. They've both even said they've never loved anybody more in their whole life except for each other. Even their kids. Yeah, another person. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and then, boom. Do they live together? I uh, don't know. I don't know. That's a big deal because that could be next level. But he broke up with her. He basically drop kick, dumped her, dropped a bomb, came out of left field All and season. broke it. After they finished filming. I'm not surprised. Not surprised? Yeah. Make it make sense, Tommy, please. Some guys want to look good on TV. And I'm sure he looked great on TV. And then he didn't want to look like the dick on TV. So it's real easy to break up with her out of season. So he was holding on to it. But why would he say to her, I'm ready to take it to the next level? Well, listen, there's two sides to every coin, right? So you don't know what happened after that. But I'm, I'm just saying that I'm not stunned that he chose to wait or he didn't break up with her until the season was over. Especially on those housewife shows, because the guys are more or less ancillary, right? They're, mm -hmm. not a, they're not essential to the push of the show. Except for Jersey. Of, of what's going on, yeah, for the most part, okay? I don't watch the shows, but I just know from, you know, literally talking with producers of from, with the network. Well, her whole storyline this season, not her whole storyline, we haven't seen the season yet, but just get to the male perspective. No, I'm that. just, uh, again, I'm saying those, you know, from my experience or for my the knowledge that I have, those shows, the, the husbands are a little bit more ancillary. So when you're ancillary, you could just be the good guy. You know what I mean? Like you don't really get all the colors of the rainbow. You just see a little bit. And in the little bit, you look like a great guy. And then you don't want to look like a bad guy. So you wait till the show's over. You talk it up. Oh, I can't. I want to take this to the next level. The next level is you packing your shit and getting out. You oh, know? my God. But, uh, so wait, but to, let's just take the show out of it. You can't. If you're... You can't. You cannot. Forget that. Don't, yeah, don't ever even... You can, cannot. It is not have anything to do with that anybody else is going through when you're talking. You're like, just forget the show. No, you can't. You're saying... You, okay, so would you... 
Could you see yourself? Because you see yourself ancillary in in our show. No, that's it. I'm saying I would like to be more ancillary. That's what it, like that's where some of my beef came with. Because again, I'm not being paid like everybody else. Why am I? I'm sure John Jansen wasn't being paid. Either. I'm sure he wasn't. That's great. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, like, but I want, I want I'd much get... rather be background noise. I don't want to be in the forefront, especially if, I, uh, you know, I don't want to continue to harp on that. But a lot of it comes down to money because it's like any other job. You don't want to show your life for free. But yeah, I don't want to be doing the same work as everybody else. And everybody else is getting paid substantially more than me. So I'd rather just lay in the cut. But you can, you've, said that, you've, said th- you've said that on this podcast already. Yes. So I'm asking but, but you about the I'm relationship. Saying. And that's what, But that's what I'm saying. It's this, So for, the, for him... You know, I'm not surprised that he chose to go that route. I'm no. not sticking up for him. No, in you're any not. Way. Let me. No, let me just ask you the question. For, so, since you see yourself as ancillary or wanted to be more ancillary than you were, because for you it comes down to, if you want me to participate fully in the show, then I should be paid. Otherwise, it's just this is a little bit too fourth wall. Like the audience, no, it's not. the audience cares. In my, I'm telling you my opinion. Yeah. Okay. The audience wants to know is like me. I am saying, how could you do this? Why would you? Because you're still, you're still a guy that's dating a girl. He's not dating her for the television show. They've been together for three years. Why does a guy do that to a girl? Why does a guy well again make he was her on think sh- it's like breaking up with somebody right before New Year's, like or right before? It's ironic. That's actually one of our questions today when we get into the Q and A. I just want to get into the. Again, how how's, he been re- how's he been re- represented on the show for the last three years? Great guy. Exactly. Okay. Say no more. He wants to continue that. He wants to continue to have... Being a that, good guy. Being a good guy. Being a great guy. Okay. So the best, so, the easiest way to do that, if you're having, you know, and again, we're just hearing one side of the story. So I don't know what his, like, when the show ended, maybe she did some crazy shit that she's not going to tell you about at dinner. It's, you know... That he's like, oh, no, you don't know what she did, you know? But I'm just going off face value. At face value for him, if he starts having those thoughts, I guarantee you he'd rather play out the season and just let it be and then take care of it out off season. Okay, I'm moving on to you, Tommy, all right? When you are a guy that sees other dudes breaking up with girlfriends and they feel blindsided, this is my question. How come a guy can... Go, go, go along with the relationship. Say, I see us getting married. I see a ring coming. Let's move in together. Let's take it to the next level. And the woman is happy. She's in love. And she's believing what he is saying. And then how does a guy go from that to just let's break up? Usually another girl. And again, we're talking about the situation that you're Shut talking the fuck about. Up. We're talking about the situation that you're talking about, which is they're older They've got grown children, so they've already been to the fair. They've already been to on the rides. They, you know, it's at this point if he's been having that type of dialogue, and then all of a sudden the rugs pulled out. And again, we're only going. I haven't heard a word of this guy's side. I've only heard this lady's side. All right, boy, you can preface it. Listen, yes. nobody, th- nobody's yes. listening. No, some bitches be crazy. Team John be, Jansen. Some bitches be crazy. So again, just going off surface shit. That would tell me that he's he's found somebody else that he likes. Where's the pen I need to drop? That's rough. Well, I guess the story continues. If he does end up with somebody else right away, then I guess we'll know. Yes. But again, he's not necessarily in the public eye, so it might not be something that you know about, you know, until oh, he gave a he gave an exclusive to People magazine. Oh see, come bro. That guy definitely cared about what it looked like on TV. You know what I mean? That guy say no more. Say no more. That guy definitely gave a shit about how he looks on television. People fucking magazine. All right. Ugh. So since Shannon is single, she started, the conversation went to how good her blowjobs are and how she uses her hand and her mouth mm. to give like these long strokes. So Jeff is freaking having a, a, a field day with it. He's giggling like a little schoolboy, and um, that's why the conversation went very heavy on. Shannon is really good at blowjobs, and apparently she's given out lessons. I'm kidding. No. Am I why you broke up with her? She's gonna be giving out lessons. Um. Okay. So Jen, there's a couple of there's yeah. a couple of things from last week that uh, we should just cover. Just uh, first of all, I, I think it was because of kind of when we recorded it, but then by the time you guys heard it, the restitution amount was everywhere. 
So, you know, whether or not it was out before and okay, I just didn't so see it. Since I just last had read, week, a, read a few articles. Jen Shaw is going to have to pay back. Since Hold on. Since last week's sentencing from Jen Shaw, more information has unfolded from the Jen Shaw trial and namely the restitution, Tommy, that you were looking for, which wasn't in the press yet. Well, I hadn't seen it. I don't know if it was or it wasn't. All I know is that when we recorded the episode, I hadn't Last seen week. it. And then by the time the episode came on, one, between the people telling me, and two, I read it in a couple of outlets, other places as well. How many millions? 6.6 mil she's got to pay back. Whoa. Good. Yeah, absolutely. No, Good. absolutely. She owes it. You she know got I mean? off way too easy. Yes. She's doing the sit-down interview with Andy Cohen this weekend. But... Going and that plays off of the other thing that I heard from a lot of people too in my DMs, and they're right. I I, I totally overlooked it, and I apologize. The Chrisleys blew trial. They went to trial and lost. That's why they got such a stern conviction. Where Jen, Jen Shaw took, took a plea. Took a plea. So yes. when you plead guilty, the judge immediately is going to give you easier sentencing, a, le- a lesser sentence for sure. But if you plead not guilty yeah, and if you, you go to trial, trial and lose you're gonna get they're gonna throw the book at you they're gonna go bigger yeah yeah you know it's like i said she uh she's definitely gonna get her just desserts you know that 6.6 million that's a lot of money that she's gonna have to pay back you know she put out this picture highly photoshopped she gave herself like this like she looks like bull bull from mike tyson's punch out <laughs> Google Bull Bull from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. I mean, minus the stash. That's what she looks like. I don't know. But the photo was so photoshopped. She's just taking it further and further every time I see an image of her, especially in the eyes. And, like, she had, like, a wind machine through her hair. You know what? There's just such entitlement and privilege in this whole thing that she does. Phil Spector, like, once he got in jail, and then after he was in jail for a minute, like, when you don't have... Your glam squad. Yeah, he started looking. Not Rough. to say, yeah, he didn't look like a nut when he was on trial and shit, but like it started looking really bad. And in a year from now, two years from now, You're she's going to start, yeah, she's going to start, you know, the filler melts out. I don't know whatever happens with that or, you know. Well, she could she's end gonna up. start looking fucked up. She's such a manipulative person. And I have to be honest, I wasn't up to date on the episodes of Salt Lake City. I plopped down on the couch and caught up. And the way that I found out this whole Heather Gay black eye stuff and Jen Shaw, the way she manipulates people, if somebody says something that Jen doesn't like, Mm. even if it's the truth, Mm. she just goes ballistic. And she makes such a big stink about it. And yes, I'm not going to name names, but of course it reminds me of people that okay. we know. Okay, good. Not me. Good. Uh, yeah, no, listen, I'm not saying a fucking word, but uh, yeah, we're in tune. Kismet. You think it's me? No. No. Okay, no, yeah, no, good. No. Oh, okay, no. good. It is like such a toxic, disgusting environment. I sat there and watched this show and I saw these women like, they all have better places to be. Mm. When you're sitting at these hours and hour-long dinners and you're away from your family and you had to get on a plane or a train or a bus to get to this place and everyone's melting their makeup is ratchet their lashes are popping off and they're wearing wigs most of the time like in this case it was like a Marilyn Monroe theme and then you see like this bitch she just can't handle the fucking truth that's being put on the table everyone has to pretend and no one wants to pretend that's why the truth has to come out i'll take it a step further and i don't know because i don't watch the show and i haven't seen the episodes so you maybe can tell me she's also so vapid yes that the idea of her going to jail isn't even in the mind it's like no i'm on front street i'm the one that's bringing the you know this all to the show you know what i'm saying right so i deserve the throne because i'm making every i'm paying everybody here Everybody's eating because of me. Because Homeland Security raided our bus last season. Yeah, everybody's eating because of me. So I'm going to... Meanwhile, all she should be thinking about is, yo, bro, you can be washing your underwear in a a sink in your cell in in a few months. Molly, you in danger, girl, is all she should be thinking. (laughs) And you know what? She still hadn't gotten sentenced yet, obviously. Mm -hmm. While they're filming this, there's a new girl that's sitting at this dinner table, and she says, somebody who is an informant is a friend of you and me and became an informant to the FBI and told her personally that, and she's sharing this at the dinner, that you absolutely knew what you were doing. 
Jen Shaw, and oh, she, was she lost a, it. Come on, man. The business that they had, again, the business that they had was based and off fraud. Yeah. It's like if you were selling cars that were tagged, like that they were stolen, and then you were changing the serial numbers on it, and those were the cars that you were selling. Like, your business is illegal. Like, right. the, the business she had was illegal. Right. So for her to act like, oh, I don't fucking know what the, oh, that's right. bonkers. And when you're a cast of people... You usually know more than you're saying. For sure. Everyone sitting at that table is sitting here going, I'm missing time with my family at home to sit here and pretend this bullshit. I'm, and, not, I'm and, not down. And I, listen, I would actually, believe it or not, I would give her the benefit of the doubt if she went the Chrisley route and was going to trial. And you got to put up that front. Like, I don't know shit. Yeah, she did. You know what I mean? She kept saying that. But if that. she knew she was... I'm gonna, innocent. Yeah, if she knew she's going to plead guilty... This is actually the time to be contrite and to be on camera being contrite mm -hmm. because then her lawyers could show that at fucking sentencing mm -hmm. and be like, see, she knew and she's apologized. She's told the whole fucking world. Instead, she was steadfast to be like, no, I didn't do shit. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. The judges are allowed to pretend like your, your performance on a reality show isn't real. Yes. And they're allowed to pretend like you're just being a character. Yes. Well, that, well, listen, when the, when the shit went down between, you know, me and Reza and we were... The judge said the same thing. Basically told me that I couldn't get, I couldn't get mad. You know what I mean? He like, said that if you did that with filming, it would have been a different story. Yeah, no, they basically told me that, you know, I couldn't... Yeah, I should have waited for cameras to be on. And if you did that with a camera crew, then you would have yeah. gotten off. Yeah. But because you actually did it, then it wasn't... Yeah, then all of a it, sudden... It, it was you real. couldn't say that it wasn't... The ring camera doesn't count. But not that you were pretending that it wasn't real. No, you never obviously. Denied you know, it. Listen, like I said. But uh, it was just an interesting the way yes, judges yes, take way reality she, TV. She, it's like, yeah. oh, okay, you are a character. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to look out for an interview with Jen Shaw, even though you guys. You're using the proverbial we. Uh, you're going to, and then maybe you could update me on what was what transpired. And a lot of us are like, why are we giving the, her any play? And, you but know, you're all gonna fucking watch it. You know you are. are. You know yeah. you are. You little weasels. It's true. You know you are. You little weasels. It's true. Yeah. Okay, it's time for me to brag about my husband. You walked into the room. You gave me a book that you wrote by hand, bound by staples, and I saw it. I read the title. I read the book, and I cried and wept like a baby. It was giving the Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. It was giving. I hope not. I hate that book. Love. The book sucks. I love that book. That book sucks. It makes me cry. It's fucking based on the fucking... The kid treats his parent like a piece of shit, like a codependent jerk-off. I, I will listen, not be party to this That book opinion. sucks. I'm sorry. That book sucks. I will sucks. not suck. But my kid's Your book... book was so good. Uh, well, yeah, I finished so my sweet. kid's book. Um, That's amazing. I uh, And not to toot my own horn, I actually Go sent ahead. it out to a bunch. I had my wife read it, and I had, you know, I got a bunch of... Uh, they call them Tommy's Angels, right? Like Charlie's Angels. I got a bunch of women in my life that are uh, you know, Jessica. You've heard the names. They they all love me. I love them. They're like you're sisters. friends with a lot. We have a lot of educators in our family. But that's the point I was getting at. They're not only are my my friends. They're also teachers. Yes, they're teachers. They're parents. Elementary school teachers. Yeah. And so did you send it to Carrie O'Grady? Yes, I did. She hasn't responded yet. She responds. She hasn't read it yet. She hasn't told me what she thought. She said she'd try and read it today, but. Any person, Terry McGuire, Terry's taught kids for 35 years before she retired. And they all love it. They all love it. They all think it's, you know, it's excellent. And uh, so, you know, I'm I got so I got to do the illustrator and, you know. Didn't my cousin Ziba said that her daughter can do some of the illustrations as well? Yeah, but we'll see. That would be cool. We'll see. Because I'm looking for a little bit quicker of a turnaround because, again, the way Amazon does things, you know, you could do it pretty quick once you have the story and once you have that done, which is the hard part. And it's done, and uh, I, you know, um, I'm so proud of you. It's so unbelievable. I didn't think it would come to fruition this fast and quickly. So, you guys um, definitely it, buy it. And it's about a little kid, a little boy named Shams. I don't know where I came up with that name, and he gives. Can the you best put hugs. Shams Francis in the book? No, I will not. He. Uh, it's about a little kid named Shams who gives the best hugs, and uh, my little. Ironically enough. 
my son also gives the best hugs. So it was uh, it was easy to write. And twenty five percent of any of the money or any you know every book sale is going to go to Fight Club so that I can continue to you know. Buy books for kids. Amazon takes a big chunk of the money. But they do most of the work, so I can't even do that. <laughs> like they do, you know, in the past, you well, would never be Well, if you've ever to- been an Amazon seller, like what the price that it is, majority of that goes to Amazon. Jeff Bezos ain't fucking the richest guy on the planet for no reason. Yeah. But again, they do most of the heavy lifting, and this wouldn't even have been, uh, you know, an option for me years ago. You wouldn't be able to do this. Well, you have to find a publisher, and you have to send out ma- manuscripts and do all that other shit, and... You never know if it's going to ever be published or anything. This, I could just put it right out there and let the market dictate whether or not it's a good book. I am proud of it, and I, I, I think that... I'm uh, proud of it too, babe. I think that kids will like it. Okay, let's jump into Q&A. Well, yeah, we... last week we talked a whole bunch about what we talked about, and we didn't really get into the Q&A aspect. We did a few, but we had a ton of questions. So we're going to just kind of continue to read some of those questions and answer them. Uh, The first one I got was from Twitter. It's for MJ. Who is on your all-time Mount Rushmore for housewives? And who is on your all-time Mount Rushmore for non-housewives on Bravo? I'll go with the non-housewives Mount Rushmore because I... Well, you're on there. I'm not going to make you say it. And I'm not saying it because you're my wife. Oh, thank you. But that show was on for 10 years. Thank you. You were one of the first shows on the network. You're a pillar. I'm an, I'm on there. You're definitely on the Mount Rushmore of Bravo personalities, non-housewives. I, shit, I think you're on there for housewives too. But again, I might be biased. But non-housewives, one million percent, you are on the non-housewives. Thank you. Don't mention it. So I want to put Lala on the Mount Rushmore. Okay. That's my opinion. That's so fine. everybody leave me the fuck alone. Okay. Um, okay. That's it? I'm going to put Gigi on there. Okay. It doesn't have to be women. I know. There's no guy that's going to make the Mount Rushmore, honey. All right. You don't think that your homeboy is... Reza? Yeah. Yeah, but there's only four of us. I'm going to make three out of four <laughs> shots. <laughs> okay. I guess, I guess maybe you're right. I guess maybe um, you're right. So, Lala... Gigi is four. People Can I put four. Stassi? You can do whatever the fuck you want. I'm going to put Stassi, although I'm not sure. Okay. That's three. There's no shows that have come and gone. There's Southern no Below Charm. Deck. There's no Southern Charm. Southern Charm. Summer House, they definitely don't get any Mount Rushmore because it's just a collaborative, like, it's like putting cameras in, like, a frat house. Gotcha. Okay. And Below Deck. Married to Medicine. Mm. Anybody on there? Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. So who? Everybody from Married to Medicine. <laughs> you can't. That's not how that works. Wow, this this question has totally paralyzed you, dude. I know. I'm taking off Stassi and I'm putting Sheena on there. Okay. So it's going to be MJ, Lala, Gigi, and Sheena. Okay. By the way, shout out to Sheena. We miss her. You know, we we've, haven't we've spoken to people in such a long time. Oh, this is what happens, you guys. We're busy getting so much done. You're writing a book. I've got listings. I've got, you know, all of this like busy, busy, being in the zone, being productive. Um, but I look forward to reaching out and seeing Sheena and Brock. And they have a new season coming out at some point this year, soon. Uh, amazing. So who are the four housewife broods? Nene Leakes. Okay, Nippy Leakes. Okay. It's got to be Bethany because she's got all of the... I think I've answered this question before, so if I have... Forgive me. Yeah, maybe you have. I don't I don't know. And I, um, Now that you're answering it, maybe you have. Yeah, because okay. it's giving me a flashback. Yeah. And I'm going to put Karen Huger is going to be on there. Okay. she's so funny. Okay, that's three. And Portia Williams. Okay. Should it be Portia or should it be Candy Burris? So you got two broads from Atlanta. Or it could be Kenya. Two broads from Atlanta, one from New York. and then It's going to be Kenya. Okay. Okay. Nene Leakes, Bethany Frankel, Karen Huger, and Kenya Moore. Which one's the, the Karen one from? Potomac. Okay. Bethany, New York. Kenya, Atlanta. Okay. And that's my final answer. Final answer. Um, so No take backs. It seems like you and I both got DMs on Twitter from somebody asking about relationship got broken up with. And I I know that you're going to bring it up, but I wanted to say. No, mine, mine actually. Go, go ahead. Mine wasn't from Twitter. It was actually uh, they emailed us. And then for those that don't know, you know, if you go to tillthedirtpodcast.com and you sign up for the fan club, 
you can also send your questions in there. And we got a few questions. Well, it was actually two questions, so not a few. But we got two questions on there, and uh, I'll answer one of them. But go ahead. What is and if yours? you guys want to shout out, say you can shout me out. Because if you don't mention one way or another, we're just going to keep you in on. Yeah. And I, I think the question, not to interrupt you, but I think the one that I got, she didn't specify, but I don't think she wants me to. When you hear the question, I don't think she wants me to mention her name. Are you going to say it now? No, go ahead. What do you got? My question, it was for you. It was my boyfriend broke up with me just before New Year, and I thought everything was going well. She was blindsided. She's half Shannon's age. She's not older and already been to the fair, like you said. Mm. And they thought they were going down that road of marriage. So... She's saying, Tommy, make it make sense. I can't make it make sense. You know, he might not like. Why I, do guys I think, break well, up with girls after they've been together for a couple of years and everything seems to be slow and steady to go to the finish line and then he just craps out before pulling the Well, trigger? I have a friend. I'm not going to leave his name out of it that, you know, proposed to a friend who's also a good friend of mine, too. And I would, like, from the day that it happened, I would say, you, you guys, it's never never happening. It's never going to, like, this is never going to come to fruition. And it got to a point in time for him where, like, it was coming. You know what I mean? Like, they were ready. Well, no, no, no. Like, he had he had proposed, and now we got to start planning wedding shits, looking day. And he was like, you know, he actually referenced, there's an old Louis C.K. comedy bit where he talks about that, you know, before you get married, you know, you think that you can't get out. And then you get married. And then you wish you could have gotten and, out. And then you can't get out. And then you have a kid. And then you and definitely like, oh, shouldn't. Wow, I really can't get out. So he's like, all I kept thinking about was that. And I just, I didn't want to do it. Like, I didn't see the future. And he pulled the plug. So I think that comes into play sometimes where, yeah, things might be going along great. But then as a guy, you're seeing like, all right, this is just because guys are easy and they get in like their mold or like in their flow, mm -hmm. you know, and then all of a sudden days and weeks are gone by and the girl's like, well, where, where's this going? And it has to go somewhere. And then he starts so they seeing get the pressured. future and he's like, oh, fuck, this isn't what I want. So you're saying the guy got pressured. <sighs> I don't know. I don't so, know. So the guy is in a relationship he can stay boyfriend-girlfriend status, but as things get further along and, the, and calendar, the pressure's there... The calendar flipping plays a part in it, too. Okay. Because now it's a new year. So right. it's not like... I'm sure he sees that a little bit, too, that it's like, I can't just keep yeah. going because she won't shut the fuck up about where's this going. So now we got a new year, and... I think the pressure brings out the truth. Yeah, it pressure bus forces pipes. you to poop or get off the pot i hate that expression but i think that's what happened so for me that's what happened with my ex that i didn't get married to mm -hmm. he was really a great guy and i mean still is but i wasn't willing to like i was okay as long as we could kind of stay at this like status but i wasn't gonna go to the next step mm. i didn't have the courage to break up with him until he kept on saying, like, we got to take it to the next yeah, place. Yeah. I got away with it for a long time because I was happy with the way things were. And not to be sexist, you're the woman. So if you're not, you know, if you're Persian, you ain't Russian. You know what I mean? <laughs> then most guys are not like, well, come on, when are we going to get married? You know what I mean? So, like, if you're dragging your feet, it allows for the feet to drag only to a certain point. But you get I a would, little bit more latitude than the guy would in that situation. Because I would, this is... These are some of the red flags. So he was a great guy. I almost wish I would have loved him enough, but I knew I wasn't going to. And instead of a weekend with him, I would prefer the weekend with the girls. Okay. Instead of a Very trip. Very telling. Yeah. If there was a ski trip, instead of wanting to ski with him, I would rather go ski with a group of you know friends. Go to Sundance. He, it's not like you could go skiing every week, right? So you need... You know what I mean? The only you get a choice of maybe two ski trips, and it's like, I want to go on that one. Yeah. yeah, and there was a couple of trips that were co-ed, and when he came, I basically wanted to ditch him because <laughs> I wanted to be 
with my friends that were like, we're running over here, we're running over there. Like, do you have to come? Like, whatever. So the writing was on the wall. I loved him, though, you know? Yeah. So it's tricky. It's you have to be smart. It's, a, it's like a if blanket. If you're going to be a woman... It's a security blanket. ...or a man in this situation, someone is playing into your emotions because they don't want to let you down, but the writing is on the wall. And that was like using my friend. That was the problem, too. The, the girl in the situation worshipped the ground he walked on. And didn't want to break up. No, no, and no, was 100 Not even. Like, 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 he literally could have had an orgy in front of her and she'd still accept him. You know what I mean? She just always loved him. You know what I mean? And like, Did I, he do anything inappropriate while they were together and she put up with it? I mean, he basically met another girl. Yeah, because they... But, they, like, did he have, like, when you said orgy... No, no, nothing like that. I'm just saying, like, she worshipped the ground that he walked on. Like, he could he could do whatever he wanted, you know, so that also makes it difficult, too, because it's not like she was putting pressure or, like, you know, or any of that. You put up with a lot of things with the guy or girl when you're... When the guy's like, what can I get away with? Like, I don't want to do this, but... Yeah then the girl will, or the guy, will make excuses because you don't want to let go. Yeah. So one of the answers that I learned even in business, which affects personal, your personal stuff and your business, is a lot of the time people tell you the answer. You're just not, not willing listening. to look at Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Because it's not what you're hoping to hear. Absolutely. And when it affects my real estate career, I have to have a keen ear to what people want. Yeah. When you learn the lesson through business, you can apply that to personal situations because it's the same emotions. It's the same ability to read somebody and observe somebody and learn what they really want because no one is going to spell it out for you. Life is not that perfect and sweet. Yeah, no, especially if you really care for the other person, right? Like, I, you know, you might not want to spend the rest of your life with them, but it doesn't mean that you don't really care for them and it makes it difficult because you got to be a dick. You know yeah. what I mean? You got to hurt the, someone. You got to yes. let them down. You got to hurt them. It's going to come to a point in time. And, and every day that you're not doing it, you're doing other things to make them. Because like you just said, they're seeing things from their vantage point. So they might not see the distance or they might not see him being standoff. They only see what they see. And every day that goes by, it's just like I said. So once you start getting that. Sure. Because if, 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 if I wanted to go on a girl's trip instead of go on a weekend romantic getaway, you're going to be like, well, there's nothing wrong with spending time with your friends. That's healthy. Well, you know, and you have to be like, fuck that, though. We should have some one-on-one -on -one time, too. How come I'm not a priority? So it, it is tricky. And when you said you don't want to hurt them, you don't want to let them down. But you're going to have to. That's why you end up staying in something that isn't. Yeah, probably longer. Like you might have the impetus to bounce. And then before you know it, you're there for another three months. You know what I mean? Or six. Yeah, or whatever. Or and nine. Whatever. You know what I mean? It could be another week. And whatever it is, I'm just like, you know, you probably should have said something earlier than let things continue to drag out. And it's funny, the question that you had, it kind of bleeds into the question that that I have or the question that we got emailed because it's, it's a lot alike. I was dating a guy for six months and everything was great. Until last month, we seemed to be bickering for no reason. Then two weeks before Christmas, he said he wanted to take a break. I was so upset. It ruined my Christmas. Last week, he reached out and apologized and said he was going through some stuff and he wants to get back together, that he loves me. I love him and I want to be with him. But for some reason, I think he did all this so he didn't have to get me a Christmas present. Am I crazy? You know what I think? If you're in a relationship where a guy is that petty and stupid and cheap that he's going to put your whole entire Christmas and New Year on the line because he doesn't have the balls to tell you that he doesn't know what to get you or he's trying. If that's the reason, then F him. Fuck him. Yeah. I don't like somebody who's willing well, to Well, they've been dating drag... for six months. It's not like six years. Fine, six but that is an immature, petty, cheap guy. If somebody is going to drag you and make you cry during Christmas, a time that everyone is either dealing with hardcore depression and PTSD or they're, you know, sitting under mistletoe, if that guy is willing to make an excuse like that, then absolutely leave him for dead in a gutter. Well, I think we touched on this a little. We had something like this that happened last year, but I think that person 
they broke up. That I get. Like, they broke up because he wanted out for Christmas. The idea that he's coming back, to me, audibles a little bit just for the simple fact that Valentine's Day is coming up. So he can't, like, what, are you going to break up with you again in a month? You know what I mean? Like, I think, if anything, see what he does on Valentine's Day for you. First off, if you're getting back together, there's still a Christmas gift. It's, it's somewhere. You, you got to do something. You can't just forget that it existed. You know what I mean? Like, you can't all of a sudden be like, oh, yeah, no, and that didn't happen. Let me tell and, you. And if he loves you, he's going to make that up to you, I would think. But for argument's sake, let's just say he doesn't. Let's say that's, that's scrapped. You keep your gift. He keeps his gift. Valentine's Day is coming. Okay. And he knows, as a man, I would know that, again, I fucked up. I ended this. I ruined your Christmas. And now... Like, I got to make that up to you on Valentine's Day. It can't just be like a card and a balloon. I got to make that up. And if he doesn't, then maybe you're right. But like I said, if he gets in a fight with you around Valentine's Day, uh, then, you know. Uh, okay, let me tell you. I have a girlfriend named Kim, and she's single, and she dates a lot. Because mm -hmm. one of the best lessons that I've gotten from Kim is that, and I experienced this, and I'll give you an example. Sometimes guys or girls just flake. It's not that deep. And because she dates, she and she's a New Yorker, she has learned that she doesn't take it personally and she doesn't hold on. And she learns that like people have their reasons. You don't always have to like sit there and like it's not a Rubik's Cube. I had a guy that that was obsessed with me. OK. And I looked at him like, sorry, honey. No. And we were this is way before you. We were out with a group of friends one night. We went to like a concert, all of us. And you know what? I looked at him different and I, and I saw him and I was like, you know what? I could like he something about his personality sparked interest in me. And we hooked up one night. So after we hooked up the next night, he went to some like art exhibit and he bumps into his seventh grade crush mm. and he ended up seeing her like, they started dating, but he... I don't believe that for a minute, by the way. Did you bump into your seventh grade crush at a fucking well, art exhibit? Well, it was yeah. whatever. I'm just... Yeah. This was a but while ahead, ago, so whatever the details were... Yeah. I'm not saying you're lying. He's, no, what I'm saying is that the afterglow of hooking up with me gave him this, like, mojo. Mm. Then a couple oh, nights later... No. <laughs> It gave him a mojo. You gave him the spark. You like he hooked up with the girl that he was dying for, okay. which was me. Oh, okay. And then he went out because at this point, people go out almost every night. Yeah. And he ran into this girl that was like a big crush. Like he told me like six months later. Yeah. There was that terrible. What was that terrible movie with Dane Cook where like after you hooked up with him, you found the, the like, right guy. Yeah. So like everybody wanted to be with him. Because like the they, next the guy next would be the right yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. So he hooks up with this girl who he's had a crush on way longer than me. Oh wow! And he's just knocking him off the list. This guy. You know what I mean? And he and he yeah. ghosted me. Oh, good for you. Because he didn't know how you to. You want him back? You can have him back if you want, man. No, no it's fine. Okay. It was nothing. Okay. I'm just expressing something. Okay? okay. So once he hooked up with the girl that was his longtime crush, they like got into like a. Then the next day, then they started hanging out like day after day. So he basically chose her over me. Good luck, Chuck. That was the name of it. He basically, so you were Chuck. No, that was a fling too. He basically <laughs> chose her over me. Mm. And I just kind of like carried on with my life. But I wondered like what happened? I wonder if like there was something specific about me that I, of course, I'm going to think there was something specific that happened that like turned him off. Were you, were you barefoot mm -hmm. during this dress? And so the long story short is that I bumped into him at a party mm -hmm. months later. At this point, I'm over it. And he was like, you know, the last time I saw you, I felt like I should have called and I didn't. And I was like, what? Why are we talking about this? This is like ancient history. And he was like, I just really, I like you and I respect you enough that I want to tell you that what happened. And he was like, I can't believe that you like even kissed me and went for me. That blew my mind. But then he was like, I was like on a tear. Like I couldn't believe that this other girl, like Gina, whatever. You know. 
also hooked up to me. It's with me. So we ended up seeing each other. And I was like, well, that girl is way more like that girl she ended up with. I would have never been in a relationship with him. That was just like a, a concert, a fun night. Yeah. But he made the right choice because it wasn't going to be something with me. But it did take me a while where I wondered what went wrong. And I didn't put myself out there too much. You know, you can always send a guy like one text, but you can't follow up multiple times. At that point, you're just desperate. No, at that point, you're like, you're putting too much into it and you need to let the guy come to you or girl. Mm. So it wasn't about me. It was just that there was somebody else, you know, and you have to be cool to like roll with the punches sometimes. Even if you're six months together, sometimes people will never tell you because they don't have the balls to tell you the truth or has nothing to do with you. But just learning not to take it personally to me is the lesson. You heard that, folks. Just saying. Lesson learned. All right, man. We appreciate you guys so much. Well, we have a bunch of questions for next week. We're going to carry these over. They're super juicy, and I love them. Please tune into our YouTube page, Till the Dirt Podcast with Tommy and MJ. Keep on sliding into our DMs and um, sign up for the podcast website. What is it called? TillTheDirtPodcast.com. And how do they sign up for the email? Just a fan page. You'll see if you want to become a fan uh, fan member. We'll keep you updated if we have anything coming out, you know. TillTheDirtPodcast.com. Yeah. Thank you to our beautiful producer, Nini Nananya Delekagu. Whoa. Try saying that 10 times fast. I definitely can't. Yeah, I don't think she can either. But thank you guys. You guys are the best. Uh, yeah, man. Listen, also, if you guys want to help with some books this month, as always, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, the books have already gone out for January, so February's coming up. And, uh, you know, I'll also keep you posted as uh, with my book. Um, hopefully, I could get that out there, you know, sometime within the next, you know, month, two months tops, depending on the illustrator that I find. I was that shocked that how much Amazon takes out of those books. Yeah, but, you know, it is what it is. Thank you all very much, and you guys have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.